Hello and welcome to another episode of Brothers Creed Podcast, where we talk about motivation, experiences, and exploring the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers, and I'm Ethan. And I'm Jared, and today we're talking about, uh, we're just talking, Ethan and I, about our fitness follow-up. Uh, as many of you know, uh, we, you know, at the beginning of the year, we, we, we focused on making some different goals, uh, and uh, fitness is a big part of that. And so, uh, Ethan had made the goal this year to run a triathlon, which he has done, uh, and it's only... Uh, barely into April, and so he's going to talk to us about that, uh, and I'm going to talk about some of the uh, the stuff that I've been doing as far as uh, just working out, and also uh, I started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I took Jesse's, uh, Jesse's word for it. We've had several people on. Matt also. Uh, Matt Kaler, he's, he talked about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and Couple other, oh also uh, Chad Webster talked about yeah, yeah. so applying some of the things that we're learning. Yep. So hopefully you guys are also applying things uh, and you're growing your creed and learning new things. That's that's what we're all about. Just exploring new things, uh, trying new things, uh, and so it's gonna be a good episode today. And let's dive in. All right, let's do it. Spartans, what is your profession? Any man who must say, I am the king, is no true king. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! Let us all unite! Let us fight for a new world! A decent world! All right, so, well, so I'm going to start off talking about uh, <clears throat> my, my fitness journey to triathlon so we actually had um i can't remember exactly which episode it was but it was episode with uh triathlon taron he uh does he runs a lot of triathlons he uh is a trainer and and um shared some some really interesting things about triathlons and everything with us uh on that episode so that was kind of uh some additional motivation but i've actually wanted to do a triathlon since like 2019 um i kind of got the bug and was like well you know that's the year that I had the herniated disc. I had a herniated, a ruptured disc, and then two uh, herniated discs in my lower back, and I was out, crippled. I was, I was yeah. bad. I mean, it was really bad. I, I, they wanted to do back surgery, but I ended up backing out of it because I didn't, uh, I didn't feel right. I didn't feel right about it, and I just wasn't ready for it. And then. It took about a year, a good year for me to recover uh, from that just naturally with um, with stretching and then your, your, your body will naturally absorb some of that disc material that was uh, pushed, that was basically squeezed out from the vertebrae onto, and pushing on the, the different nerves in your back um, that was the issue that I was having. So my, bad, my body naturally healed itself from that. But then right after that, 2020, we got coronavirus and all this COVID stuff. And and then they canceled else. the one that you were, you were planning on doing, right? Yeah, so I wanted to do one uh, kind of end of 2020, but then they canceled that, and, and there really wasn't much kind of through that was just really questionable. And, and if I wanted to drive like five hours away to do something. And um, so this year, I was like, I put it at the top of my goal list. I was like, I'm going to do a triathlon this year. Now, there's lots of different types of triathlons, um, but uh, I, I, I I did it. So on uh, April 30th, uh, just this last weekend, I completed my first triathlon. So I did what is called the sprint triathlon. So uh, you have 
so the sprint, the one that I did, is a half mile swim, uh, eighteen mile bike ride, and a five k run, which is three point two miles. So, um, you have what's called a super sprint, which is even shorter than that, which is like very very short. It's like a, a super sprint. I would, a, I would think that would be longer. Yeah, well, it's, it's called <laughs> a super sprint, and it's like a quarter of a mile swim, like a eight mile bike ride and then like a mile run. Oh, so, so it's just even shorter. Straight out. You get that down like 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you could pound that out very, very quickly. Um, then I did the sprint, uh, which is the distances I just shared. And then the one after the sprint is actually with the one that I want to build up to, which is double the distance of the one that I did. Um, that would be a, a mile swim, um, like a 25 mile bike ride and then a 10 K, which is a 6.2 mile run. What's that one called? Um, that one's just called an Olympic triathlon. That's the one that they do in the Olympics. Um, now every race varies a little bit as far as the distancing, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, 0.93 of a mile. Sometimes it's a little bit more, a little bit less. Um, but then the one after that is a half mar- or, I mean, a, a half Ironman which is, uh, they call it a 70.3, and that one is a 1.2-mile swim, a 56-mile bike ride, and then a half a marathon, so a 13.1-mile run. Mm-hmm. And then you have an Ironman, which is double the distance of that, which is a 2.4-mile swim, 112 miles on the bike, and then a full followed up by a full marathon, 26.2 miles. And then... Followed up by death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then followed up by a week in bed. Yeah. Um, so so I did this I did the sprint. That was one of the local ones we had around here. I actually did it up in uh the northern part of, of Lake Norman, uh, which is a, a lake here in, in Charlotte. Um so I I signed up for this in early February and I was kind of hesitant. I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, and my wife was just like, just do it. You wanted to do it. Just do it. And so I was like, all right, push the button. It's like a hundred bucks to to sign up for it. Um, But then I was like, okay, I've got, see, all of February, all of March, and all of April. So I had three months, uh, two and a half months from when I signed up to, let's say, get in shape, right? Get prepared because... I was uh, cue the Rocky music. Yeah, seriously. So I, uh, I, I would say throughout COVID and even before COVID, um, I, I was kind of ticking up on the scales. Um, you know, I, I, I always try to be as healthy as possible, and and we've done a couple of different things. We did the Bone Frog Run, which is a six mile uh, obstacle course race, and I mean that was that was difficult. Right? That was brutal. Well, but mostly because we were just getting over COVID. It was because a week after we had COVID, <laughs> but. Um, so, I mean, I'm always, I was always kind of trying to do stuff, but, uh, you know, I, I, I was, I was, I'm six two and I was getting up there. I was pushing like two forty five, kind of, you know, and I'd fluctuate a little bit here and there. Um, and so my goal wasn't particularly to lose weight, but I was like, Hey, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do this and I want to train for this. So I looked at a bunch of different stuff on how best, best way to train for, um, for a triathlon. And, and really I had been for most of this year since January, one of my new year's resolutions was to, uh, uh, you know, be more active and walk and, and, and run and different things, especially in the mornings, um, before work. And, uh, I had, go, I would go out and I would run a mile and then I would walk a mile. 
And I was like dead by the end of that. I was just like, oh man, you know, my, even if I ran, if I ran more than a mile, my legs would just be killing me. They'd be burning my ankles and my calves. And I was just like, I feel like I keep running, but my legs are just killing me. Um, and so I, I kind of broke it into three different categories, right? I, Monday through Saturday, I, I had a, a, a swim, bike, and run, which is the 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 order of operations for the triathlon. Mm-hmm. Uh, swimming, I felt pretty confident with it. It was only a half-mile swim, and, you know, I went to scout camp. I did the mile swim. I got the mile swim badge. I was like, ah, I'll be all right. I actually never got that because <clears throat> you had to, like, go practice for, like, it was like play time it was like rec time you had to go practice like three days in a row and i was, I was like i don't want to spend all yeah, my, time, I don't spend rec my time rec time practicing swimming around swimming. and laps in the pool um <laughs> so uh i wasn't too worried about that i actually only did like two or three swim practices i went out to uh, a local lake here and uh you know swam a third of a mile out and a third of a mile back and was you know time myself and everything um, and, and I felt pretty confident with it. Obviously the hardest thing with the swim actually was just getting down my cadence. Cause whenever you like go to the pool and you're swimming, you're not really, you don't really pay attention to like how you're swimming. Cause yeah. you don't swim any really sort of distance. And so yeah. the first time I went out, I was just like, you know, balls to the wall. I was like, ah, yeah. and I, and I was just trying to swim as fast as I could. And, and I was all out of whack and I'd go for like 15 seconds and I have to like stop and doggy paddle and, yeah <laughs> and just kind of so but then once I f- kind of found that rhythm once I found my cadence and I was able to I did some research into breathing a lot of times whenever you're swimming long distance you'll people tend to hold their breath and so they will um they'll take a deep breath right and then they'll start swimming put their face in the water and start swimming and they'll just hold all that air in and your body is converting oxygen and and releasing carbon dioxide in your body and then if you're not breathing that out that carbon dioxide out then you'll have a a buildup in your body and that's a lot of times what makes you feel so fatigued is that you're not breathing you're not pushing that air out which i thought was really interesting so whenever your face is in the water you're blowing that air out not crazily forcefully or whatever but you're breathing you're breathing it all out and then when you go for another breath you're refilling everything with the full uh you're not just going turning your head and then breathing out and then breathing yeah, and gasp it or you know breathing it all out trying to gasp it all in in one thing and so you're, you're breathing it out while you're in the water while your face is down and then you, all you have to do is just turn your head and breathe it in and then go back to it and breathe it out as you're swimming and that that really helped me in trying to get that, that cadence together um next was the bike now that i just bought like a, a a used triathlon bike off a, a craigslist for like 120 bucks right and um, it came with a little, like a bike treadmill thing that you can use like as a stationary bike. So it kind of lifts up the back tire so you can go and, and, uh, I would train at least uh, twice a week on the bike. And I would, at first off I started going like, you know, okay, well I'll go half the distance. I would go 10 miles. And then, um, I had a little computer on it to tell me how far I was going. And then I started going the full distance. Well, okay, we'll go 18 miles. And then about three weeks before the race, I decided to actually like go out on the road and try it, and uh, that was a whole different experience, man. Than yeah. Just, than just doing it on like a little treadmill thing in your garage. In your garage, watching reruns of The Office or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> seriously. So it it took me um it took me a little bit longer to do it. Actually, it took me like twenty minutes longer to do it than oh, when yeah. I was on the road. Um, just because you know, I there's a couple different reasons why, but uh, but it was good. I was able to to gain that experience before before I went out. Um, 
And then last, last as far as training goes, uh, was running. And that was really kind of the easiest form of training that I was able to do because I mean, it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to set anything up. It's just like, put your clothes on and go out and run. Now I did buy a new pair of running shoes. Um, I felt like that helped me. My other ones were, were pretty trashed. Um, and I would get out and well, at first I would, I would run, I would get to the point where I'd run two miles and I'd feel pretty good about that. And then I was like, okay, well I'll run, you know, I'll run three miles. And so I, I'd, I'd kind of run, walk all the distance of the three miles. And then, and then I kind of built it up. And, uh, every time I would go out, I would just run three miles and kind of my target was like a 10 minute mile. Um, that was where kind of my target sat. Um, and then I started introducing and I started feeling good with that. You know, I started beating that. I started getting like 925 mile, uh, you know, average miles for three miles, um, or, you know, a little bit better. And so then I started introducing, uh, a longer run. So like once a week I do a six mile run where I would slow it down. Um, but I would work, uh, there's different, uh, like, uh, zones that you work in as far as heart rate zones and, and working out. Um, I did a bunch of research on it and there's a couple different zones, but zone three, zone two to three is kind of that, that endurance, that cardio endurance building area. So that's anywhere between like 60 to 70% of your max heart rate. So for me, that was like 130 to 140 uh, beats per minute. Okay. And so I'm tracking that on my watch. So you wanted to keep your pace. You wanted to keep within that range. Yeah. So you want to keep your, your, your heart rate. You want to stick with a pace that you can go for an extended period of time, but that your heart rate is not going above that. Cause if it goes above that, you know, if it goes up into the one sixties and then you're just getting more fatigued, you're getting, it's harder to breathe and you can't go as long. So if you keep it a little bit lower, then you can go further distance I think that actually really helped me just to get used to the running more. I mean, six miles is not a ton, but for me, I'd, I'd never run six miles before. Yeah. Um, and then whenever I'd go out and I'd run three miles, I'd be like, oh man, this is, this is even quicker, you know? And yeah. so, and I've actually really enjoyed it. At first I started, uh, when I'd go out and run, <laughs> maybe, I don't know if you do this too, but it's like, it's like, oh, we, I used to do this. It's like, I'm going to go out and run. It's like when in my mind, when I go out and run is I'm going to run a mile as fast as I can. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, that's what I'm going to do. It's like, oh, yeah, that's like the the ultimate uh, level of, you know, measure of fitness is <laughs> yeah, how yeah. fast can you run a mile. Yeah. And also, I'll, try, you know, pound out a 730 mile or a seven minute mile and I'd be like exhausted. I'd be like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that was seven minutes and, and you're done. Yeah. I used to, I, I would do that quite a bit. In fact, I had like a bunch of goals. I, I got down to like a 650. I think I, a couple of years ago, I got down to a 630 mile. That's quick. That's and, good. And, uh, I was like super jazzed about that, but you know, it's just, I was just on a treadmill. I yeah. was going super fast. And so for me kind of slowing it down and realizing I haven't run just a single mile in a while. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually, I'm going to, now that I've kind of done the triathlon thing, I want to do a kind of a mile test to yeah. see how, you know, how, how fast I can run just one mile. Um, but uh, just slowing it down and extending the time period uh, was was really beneficial and, and helpful for me. So, um, getting into it, uh, actual race day. So, um, on on the race day, we got the, I got there at like six. Uh, actually, no, I got there at like uh, yeah six thirty or so. The race started at eight. 
but it was it was really cool. Is the, the atmosphere was awesome, and everybody you go and you you put your bike on the the rack, and you get your little uh, transition area set up, and then we got on our wetsuits, and it was out on like this uh, state park on the on the lake, and so it had a big beach area where we started from, and and there was about two hundred fifty people that ran the race, and they did it. They did three starts, so they did a staggered start. Um, uh, then to split the group into three people according to like your age and your ability and whatever else. So I was in the first group. There's about maybe 50 to 75 of us that went all at once. And they just, we we're all standing on the beach, you know, and it was kind of cool because my, my wife and kids and, and actually my parents were there too, uh, cheering me on. And, and, uh, it's just kind of that build up. Everybody's standing there by the water and then they blow the horn and it was just like, and so, you know, 75 people go running, uh, right to the water and you're kind of elbow and elbow with all these people. And then you're running in, you're diving into the water and it's like, you're laying on top of people and people are kicking you and you're kicking people and you're, and you're swimming. And, and, uh, that, that, that part was really cool. Cause you really get that in training. Right. And, and so, yeah. you know, for the first minute or so it's really tight and everybody's just trying to like kind of, uh, grapple for the, find their space, yeah, find yeah. their space and where they're going. And so, um, I got to a point to where, uh, you know, I, I uh, was able to, uh, you know, some people took off and then some people were lagging behind. Uh, so I, I, I really enjoyed the, enjoyed the swim. Whenever I got out of the water, I was probably in the top, I'd say maybe 20%, uh, that, that came out of the water first. Um, and, uh, I did wear wetsuit. The water was like 60 something, 60 degrees or something like that. Uh, so it was a little bit chilly. Um, plus the wetsuit just helped with some buoyancy and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, I got out of the water and then you run up this, you run up the area to where your bike is and then you put your stuff on for the bike. And did then you have your shoes on, put your shoes on when you went up to the bike? No. So they, you, you, my shoes and everything were at the bike. So you kind of had to run. It was probably 70 yards uh-huh. up this little uh path area through this grass to the to where your bikes were and so i mean you just barefoot yeah yeah so and then you got to dry your feet off at the bike yeah so i had a towel took my wetsuit off uh i had um some compression shorts on i just put my bike shorts on and then uh my sh- you know shoes and, and then went um and uh did you wear a shirt so i did yeah i did wear a shirt on the uh on the bike in the run and so um, started going at 18 miles on the bike and it was kind of funny cause I felt pretty good. You know, I got out, I got out in front of when out of the swim in front of like 80% of the rest of the people that, that went, uh, and I was feeling pretty good about that. Um, but then I was on the bike and I got probably two miles into the bike and people started passing me <laughs> and man, there's what I will say is these people, some of these people have some fancy bikes. I was looking into some of these bikes and they could be like, you know, some of these guys that do this professionally, you could be like ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar bikes. Dang! I mean, that are like so futuristic look- looking, and they're geared so perfectly, and everything else, and they're smooth. And I'm like, I got, I got my Craigslist bike. <laughs> you got your Huffy bike. Yeah, I got my uh, mountain bike here. <laughs> no, no, no. And so, uh, so I'm I'm pedaling, and I, I I'm not too worried about everyone. You know, people passing me. I'm not racing against them particularly. I was kind of racing against me, right? Yeah, That's, yeah. I, I just wanted to prove myself that I could do it, and I was pushing myself hard. Uh, but there's people that started passing me and then we get to some of these hills. There was some big downhills, but whatever, whenever there's big downhills, there's going to be big uphills. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I'm, 
I'm going up these hills. I'm in the highest gear, the easiest gear on the bike, and I'm having to stand up, and I'm like pushing hard, hard. And and these other guys, they're just kind of. It just looks like they're just sitting on a cloud, just barely pedaling their feet, and they're they're just like right up this hill. Like I'm like, yes, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know if it's the bike. I mean, or they're. I mean, obviously they're trained, or they uh, got like mammoth. There was dude. There was one guy that pulled out in front of me. One of his legs was about as thick as my waist. And oh, I was right. just like, oh, man, that guy's legs are huge. <laughs> uh, but it was it was so much fun. So the bike took the longest. The bike took me just a, it took me an hour and 12 minutes uh, for the bike. Um, and uh, came in on the bike and hopped off the bike. And my legs were a little wobbly after 18 miles. And so uh, got to the run and, uh, you know, racked my bike and then started off on the run. Um, I was feeling pretty good. Um, but, uh, so I started running, I I had my watch and I was keeping my pace and everything. And I actually did pass quite a few people that had passed me on the bike. I passed them whenever I was running. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, ran through it and I would say the long, so the longest portion was the bike. That was probably the, the, the hardest portion just, I guess, mentally, Right. Mm -hmm. But, but whenever I got to the run, you know, you're just tired, you're beat, your legs hurt and you're like, okay, I got three miles ahead of me. And I came in, my whole goal was to do the triathlon in under two hours. That was my goal to get, to come across the finish line in under two hours. And so I came in from the bike at, um, one hour and 27 minutes. And so I said, okay, I have 33 minutes to run three miles, you know, and I was tired and I was kind of fighting for, you know, in my, in my training and everything, I was kind of around that nine forty five ten 10 minute pace, uh, which, which would have put me there, mm-hmm. but I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to make it. So I started running and everything. And that was probably mentally for me, the, a really hard point because you're so close to the end but it's like, oh, you know, if I, I could just walk, I could just walk up this hill and then I'll start running again. Yeah. And it's just, you just convince yourself in your mind, well, I just, I just need to walk for just like two minutes, just one minute. And then yeah. I'm just like, but I'm like, no, if I walk, I'm going to kill my pace. Yeah. And, and I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to make my time. And yeah. so I, I, I never walked. I just, I kept going powered all the way through. Um, I tried to maintain that 10 minute mile pace. And then I ended up coming around the corner, um, coming down, it was down this big hill and then you had to run around this building back to the to the beach where we started on uh-huh. with the with the uh, so, swim. Yeah, and they had this big uh, finish arch or whatever. Yeah. and I you know ran through the arch, hands in the air. Did you just keep right? your pace at the end, or did you just start like pick no? It up at the end, at the end, I was like, at the end, I think I finished on like a seven minute mile pace. Like I was booking it, trying to just get it done. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Um. And I ended up finishing in one hour and 57 minutes. So nice. I came in three minutes below my goal. Excellent. Uh, which, which I felt, I felt good about, you know, my, my race times, my swim was about four minutes faster than my practice. My biking was about three minutes faster than my practice. And my running actually was about five minutes faster than my, than my original time. I kind of did like a, uh, 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 where am I at at the very beginning of my training? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in February when I started, mm-hmm. and then you know, uh, kind of what my my race times were. So nice. Would I do it again? 
Uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely do it again. Actually, there's, I was looking online the other day. There's one in, uh, in August that I'm going to try to do. Oh, cool. It's another, it's another sprint. Uh, I want to do the, the, the full one, but in this area, there's, there's, there's no full ones, uh, that are, that are open th- yeah. this year. So, uh, I'm hoping to do another sprint, uh, at the end of August. And then now, but now that I know what I'm going into, the first one I was just trying to, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Right. But now that I know what I'm going into, I, I would have definitely pushed harder on the swim. Uh-huh. I definitely could have done better on the swim. I probably could have come in, you know, top 10 yeah. on, on the swim if I was pushing. Really? It, yeah. If huh. I was, if I was pushing as hard as I, uh, as hard as I, I, I could have of been, mm-hmm. I was, I was almost laughing. It was like, I, I was so giddy right there at the beginning and yeah. it was fun. And I was, I was like laughing as I was going just cause it was so exciting, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then hopefully, you know, in the future, an Olympic one is, uh, is, is in my future. Um, I- impact for me just to kind of round this out is, uh, physically, um, just the training aspect. I feel, I, I feel better. Uh, my, my goal wasn't really to lose weight, but I've lost about 20 pounds over the past couple months, nice. uh, which has been great. Um, I, uh, it has been good for me in having a goal set so i have like something that i'm that i'm working towards and that i'm training for uh that helped to give me motivation uh and just mentally for me accomplishing you know setting a goal out there putting my mind to something and accomplishing it you know come across that finish line i I almost i actually was kind of getting a little emotional not because i was so fatigued and so tired i mean i was tired that was maybe a portion of it um but it was just like this. You completed the Yeah, task, it was like yeah. this sense of accomplishment that for me, it was like I felt like I really needed. Yeah. Just yeah. personally. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I felt personally like I needed a win. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was something hard and, and, and I loved it. So Awesome. That's, yeah. that's so great, man. I'm proud of you for, for doing that and, and uh, for sticking with it and, and, and being persistent in that. Yeah, whenever I whenever I finished, and uh, Dad's probably gonna listen to this, and but he goes, he goes, hey, maybe I'll do the next one with you, and there then you go. And hold then, him to it, <laughs> and then I go, oh, okay, and he goes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that was kind of asterisk with a, a a maybe not as well. Yeah, so. that's funny. Um, yeah, I yeah, that's that's awesome. I've been on a kind of a a little bit of a different uh, journey as far as, uh, you know, health and exercise, uh, I, my wife and I, we do, we do most things together, almost everything together. Uh, and so we've started off the year doing a strength building program, uh, both of us. And really what that was is low, like high, high weight, low rep, like, you know, three sets of three or, you know, then you just increase the weight each time. And so doing like really heavy, heavy lifting, that's what really builds your strength. And then we went into next what we're, phase that we're into now. And that was kind of our bulk. So we were bulking up and we were eating more calories than, uh, you know, just to fee- fuel yeah. our body. Yeah. But now we're doing a cut. So like a caloric deficit. Uh, and then we are doing just what they call hypertrophy. So you, it's high number of reps. So you're doing like 15 reps, five sets of 15 or four sets of 10. 
Which you have to do lighter weight. So you have to do lighter weight and and then the shorter rest times. So when we were doing strength building, some of those rest times were like five minutes between sets. Because if if you're pushing, if you're deadlifting, like, well, for for me, it was like, I think I had maxed out my deadlift as like 320 or something like that. And so when you're trying to get there, you you have to take meaningful breaks. But now uh, I'm doing like, five sets of 225 deadlift or actually five sets of 15 225 for yeah. deadlift and it's just like you get 10 second break between that's a lot and <laughs> it's a lot and quick yeah so it's just like and it's it's so fast uh and then on top of that so we're doing all that my program focus it i do uh upper body it's chest back and shoulders uh on mondays wednesdays and fridays and the other days i do lower legs and stuff and so legs is tough man leg day i can't skip leg day but i just you know it's mainly deadlifts and squats and leg presses and leg curls yeah leg extension curls uh, which it's so many reps and it's just like oh my gosh those are those days are brutal but the day after those days are brutal. yeah exactly but one of the things that we're doing is it's more difficult than i expected especially with my job, as I just said at a desk all day, is getting in 10,000 steps a day. And now this week we're kind of in phase two of the program. So now we're doing 12,000 steps a day. And so it's like, oh my gosh. So I'll get to the gym in the morning at five. I'll walk on the treadmill for 15 minutes, just like a brisk walk pace. Because you're not, you're supposed to, you don't want to wear yourself out. You just want to get in those steps. And so I get a mile in the, before my workout, I'll work out, get back at around six forty-five. You know, do I'm, then I'm with the kids, two of the younger kids, uh, and then I make a breakfast and we, I, I take a shower, get ready, and then I go on like a hour walk around the neighborhood with <laughs> the two youngest and like a with a pushing a double stroller. Uh, I usually get about two miles doing that, and that takes so long, man. It's like a, a twenty-eight mile pace. You're pushing the or stroller as they're like as they're like dragging their hands on yeah. the wheel. And like, well, more of what it's like, it's like, you know, I'm like, hey, let's go. And, and our oldest, he's two, like, you know, two-ish. Actually, no, he's, he's three, almost four. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah. Cause he, he likes to ride his little his little bike. And so he'll ride his bike on the downhills. But then on the uphills, he's like, I can't do it. So then I have to load him up in the double stroller. And then I have to put his bike in there. And then I have to put his helmet in there because he always wants to take his helmet off. And then I, I push him up the hill, and then we have to, we go down this one street, and there's there's a place where there's honeysuckles on the side of the road. And he's like, yeah. I want to taste the honeysuckles, so I go and I open up one of the honeysuckle flowers, and he tastes the nectar. And I'm like, Oh, there you go. Okay, let's keep going. And so the other day, it was like, I looked at down on my watch, and it was like that was a 28 minute mile <laughs> pace of both of those miles. And I'm like, Dang it! So if I can get a 22 minute mile pace. Uh, doing this whole thing, it's pretty good yeah. actually. Build memories though, and it's up and it's up and down hills too. Yeah, because there's there's a big hill in our neighborhood, so I gotta go up and down and back, um, and then so that's actually been pretty difficult because I, I I'm walking in the morning for, and working out hardcore in the morning, and then I'm going oftentimes I walk around the neighborhood at lunch with Shannon, and that's an hour, and then and sometimes in the evening I still gotta go walk. Uh, in fact, let me tell me that we're gonna. I'm at. Well, nine thousand six hundred eighty steps, five miles. Uh, I've walked today. Still, I short a little yeah, bit. I have not gone that far today. And so, 
it's tough, man. Like that's been the most difficult part. But that's that's a time commitment. Yeah, it is, especially when you're like, well, what am I gonna do? Like I have all this other stuff to do. But luckily, I've been listening to books. I listened to I finished my book for the month of March, which was Jordan Peterson's Twelve Rules for Life. Yeah, and then I'm listening to a book called Seventeen Seventy Six, which is really good. That was actually one thing I was going to say, but I got distracted when I was telling about my stuff. When I first started, and typically when I when I would run, I would uh, I listen to music. I'm like, oh, I listen to like some kind of hardcore music, right? Rock music to to, to pump me up or whatever. But after about three weeks, you know, two weeks of that, I just got bored. I would get bored when I would when I'd run, or I'd go on like a, a you know a forty five minute or an hour run. I would get bored, yeah. And so I completely transitioned to that. I started listening to podcasts. I'm look, uh, um, started uh, listening to books. Um, I li- I just finished a kind of a historical book on uh, the presidents. It's called the the presidents that failed, and it was kind of like all about like uh, weird stuff from all the different presidents and oh, different really? stories and stuff. It's really cool. I'm actually about halfway through 1984 right now. Oh, cool. Uh, nice. Uh, by George Orwell. And uh, I'm also reading an, another one. And so it, it, it was interesting, that dynamic of just kind of got away from the music and more went into like learning. Yeah. The the thing is, is that with listening to books, I usually listen to it on 1.5 to 1.8 speed. Oh, yeah. It's like Jordan Peterson's book, man. He's like dropping phil- philosophical nuggets on you and you're just like oh that's interesting i think about that and then it's like on to something else i typically do 1.25 because like if it goes too fast i feel like i'm not soaking it up but like the 1776 one that's just a story and i don't feel like i have to like soak it in but yeah it's like really interesting oh that was cool or talking about the battle between washington and 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 boston and how they're all setting up all these stuff it's really it's really good um, but also another thing that I've been doing as kind of part of my fitness journey is I started doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I started with, with my two older boys in February, I believe, uh, came in and said, Hey man, I'm ready to do this and, and put these two boys in the class too. So they've got a kid's class. They got two different kids classes and the kids go early and earlier in the day. And then I go in the evenings, typically Mondays, uh, Wednesdays, and then sometimes I'll go on either a Friday or a Saturday. Uh, but they've got classes almost every day of the week, and it's it's a lot of fun. I at first, the way that I was wrestling, so they call it rolling, uh, not necessarily wrestling, but first time I roll with somebody, it's just like I was trying to use all my strength, you know. And I think that's what a lot of new white belts do. It's like a noob thing where you compensate over you have you have no technique so you just overcompensate with your with your strength and i just finished a strength program so i was pretty strong and actually it's surprising uh there's a lot of there's a lot of short a lot of littler guys who do brazilian jiu-jitsu and it's interesting our my coach one of my coaches he is 135 pounds isn't that crazy and so i went up against him the other day and I was just like, hey, you know, it was this was like a couple weeks ago. I was like, hey, let's let's roll together. And he's like, yeah. And it was just so easy to move him around, especially when I'm using my strength. Uh, and I've never I've never beat anybody and felt so embarrassed in my life. So I I, I got him. I, I was just throwing him around, and then I flipped him on his back, and I just got him on a, a rear chokehold. Uh, and and then he tapped out. And I was like, 
I've never felt so bad about tabbing somebody out because <laughs> I just wasn't using any technique at all. I was just manhandling him. And then he was basically was like, he's like, if you wanted to, you could throw me through this wall. But he's like, he, that doesn't use any technique. And he's like, he's like, oftentimes size makes all the difference. He's like, even more so than belt. Because, you know, if I'm trying to do some kind of choke or something on you and you just break my arm in half, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter, you know, what, what, how my technique is or, you know, how strong I am. But he says the size matters so much. And so th- there's different weight classes within jujitsu for the different tournaments. The one that, that they just had this past weekend, it was like a tap out cancer uh, tournament. Uh, and there's different points when you do different things. And uh, I was just looking at the website and I was like, I was, I would be considered in the super heavyweight section. So oh, super heavyweight was like 195 to 207. And then there was like a ultra heavyweight, which was like 207 to like 225. And then 225 was like ultra super heavyweight. 225 <laughs> and up. For, for but the, that's not even that heavy. I, I mean, know, for, for the triathlon, they had a, uh, if you weighed over 220 pounds, they uh-huh. had a, what they called the Clydesdales division. No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they called them the Clydesdales. And then and then for women that were over maybe like 170 or 180 or something like that, uh-huh. they called them the Athenas. Oh, nice. They had to have a better name for that. Yeah. But it's funny. I mean, I, I never really, I haven't thought of myself as a real big guy Yeah. Uh, growing up. But I mean, above average, definitely. I, I think that, I've definitely seen changes in my body in doing these programs. I feel like I've bulked up pretty good. I used to be around like 180 and now I'm solidly around like 200. And so, uh, I, I, and every time when I'm wrestling with folks, they're just like, well, man, you're pretty, you're just like a big guy. It's hard to get my legs around you or hard to, to, to wrap you up and, and to do all this kind of stuff. And so that's been interesting piece of it where I'm kind of like, especially when someone is too, when you have another guy that's 200 pounds and he's on your chest, it's, you are kind of like, man, that guy's heavy. <laughs> that's all the way. And so if I want someone's chest, I don't kind of realize that I'm that heavy sometimes. So it's, it's interesting just getting that perspective and you know, some of these big boys, man, they'll just squash you. There was one guy just, I was wrestling the other day, rolling with him and he just put his forearm right in my neck and just leaned into me. And I was like, okay, <laughs> done <laughs> but it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun so i'm you know you have to as you go through you can uh kind of prove that you know uh demo some of the skills that you're learning and you get different stripes on your on your belt and i'm gonna probably demo some of, my, some of the moves and stuff coming up soon here in the next week or so to get my first my first stripe for my white belt and yeah it's it's interesting i roll with one guy who's a blue belt we roll quite often and we were just talking about different submissions and stuff. He's like, yeah, I, I don't even try to do arm bars on you. And I was like, yeah, why is that? And he's like, well, because he's 180. He's like, because of how strong you are, he's like, every single time I've ever tried to do an arm bar, you just easily, like, you muscle, muscle out of it. Out muscle of it, yeah. out of it. And so he's like, I don't even try to do these. I try different submissions for you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's different guys that have certain uh – Certain techniques they like better than others. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got their their little things. I was I was wrestling one guy. I guess I, don't know, I keep saying wrestling. I, mean, I was rolling with one guy yesterday. Short guy. Uh, he's probably one fifty. Weighs one fifty, and he got me in like this awesome chokehold. And 
I was like, man, he's like, and he was telling me, you just got to learn one or two good moves and then just go to those moves every single time. And this one was called an Ezekiel choke. Hmm. And it's basically like you put your arm on the underside of someone's neck and then you grab the sleeve of your other arm. Uh, you kind of hook your sleeve and then so you're, you're f- with your fist, you kind of go back in and then you just pull so that your front fist is in front of the throat. And then you just pull back on your sleeve and it basically just chokes them out. Nice. And so that was a cool one. And I was like, I'm going to start using that. But anyway, it's been so, a, it's been a great journey. I was going to say, I remember, uh, I think it's when we first started talking about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and having some people on the podcast that had done it, you were like, Man, I don't know about this. You were skeptical. I you, was skeptical. You, you were like, I don't know about these, you know, sweaty guys rolling around with each other, trying to rip each other's clothes off. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that. I think it's well, a that little part bit is more. That, that part is right, though. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I think it's a little bit more than that. So, would you say that your skepticism has has been quelled? I mean, would, do you think this is a good thing for everybody to do? Well, you definitely like. I mean, heck, when I'm rolling with someone your belt base your belt comes off and and then your your geek is almost coming off Uh, and so and you're using that to choke him out or well you can use that to choke him out so but it's interesting one thing about the cool about brazilian jiu-jitsu is that as opposed to karate or some of these other ones it's like it's very hard on your body yeah if i was to do a roundhouse kick to your face i can't go full bore and do that very often but if i'm trying to get someone in a chokehold or trying to get someone in a uh, Kimura or some kind of arm bar, I can do that full speed and full power. Full power. Obviously, I wouldn't crank their arm to break their arm, which you could, uh, but I could get to the point where they tap out. And so that's one of the things. It's like a full speed sport that you can actually do, and it's not like you don't have to risk super injury. And I know some some people do get injured. And in fact, I, I come home like you know, multiple times a week. And I'm like, man, where are all these bruises from? Like uh, I have under my arm right now, like yeah. sev- all these bruises where I don't know what I was doing, but it looks like someone's fingers were all on my arm or someone was really gripping my arm. You know, I had like I have five dots under my, <laughs> under my arm. I was like, I don't know where that's from. And uh, so especially what's even more rich is like, I'm like, oh, I have all these bruises when someone was just grabbing my arm. And then I hear like Amber Heard. She's like, oh, hey, Johnny beat me next to death. And then she's like on the red carpet the next day. She looks absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, she's lying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome you're doing it. I think it's awesome that your boy's doing it too. They kind of get a little bit of that exposure. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I That's definitely something that I want to make part of my journey. Do you feel like, do you feel like it, has maybe given you some confidence in the realm of, I don't want to say fighting, but like, yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel more capable? And and if you had to grapple with someone that you're like, oh yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely handle myself versus, versus like before you, you wouldn't know what you were doing. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I still, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I still am not like an expert by any means. Uh, And a lot of right now it's using the gi itself. So like I can grab your lapels and I can choke you out. The gi is your basically your outfit. So there's a lot of different things like that where if I was in a street fight I, I, and I grabbed your t-shirt, I couldn't choke you out with your t-shirt unless you had like a hoodie on or something. Yeah, because uh, there's a hoodie choke. But yeah, I, I do I do feel like more confident, and I'm excited to become more confident. They do no gi as uh, Jesse had mentioned, which is more just like wrestling. Uh, but yeah, I I, I think I do. Um, I practice my moves on these on these kiddos, 
occasionally I'll practice a move on Shannon if she lets me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, but that's when we're, ro- when we're rolling in bed. <laughs> no, that's wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's wrestling. <laughs> Call it wrestling. So, at least that's what we tell the kids. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah, that's 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 where I'm at, and I'm excited to do that. So, I'm excited that we're both uh, working towards our goals, and we're both trying new things, and that's what really what we're about on this podcast is just trying new stuff and having new experiences and and you might like it you might not but yeah as you grow older you can kind of and as you have more experiences you can go towards those things that you like and those hobbies that you enjoy yeah i think i think exploration is is huge in finding what what you want to do i i think personally for anyone man woman whoever uh i think finding a hobby and something that that not only uh maybe is good for you physically, but something that you enjoy and something that's fulfilling to you, I, I think that is uh, so important. Absolutely. So, Well, thanks for sharing with us your, your experiences, Ethan. Yeah, you too. And listeners out there, if you, if you have recently tried something new or you want to try something new, do let it. Us, let us know about it. Do T- it. Tell us about it. You know, do it. Uh, write write us something to, uh, you know, give us a send us an email, an explanation of what you did and how it went, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, or follow us on, on our let us know on Instagram. Uh, yeah, we're active on there and also on TikTok. So send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. All right, let's build that creed together. Let's do it. <laughs>